What's good, great people? I am Ezel Moon, and I have a special guest in the building today. Joining me is, in fact, the first and only female woman certified by NASCAR and ARCA. She has her license, and that is, in fact, Tia Norfleet. A frank conversation is sponsored by Body by Trini. Go to bodybytrini.com for all you bath and body needs. Um, thank y'all so, so much for tuning in. And, you know, like I always say, Shoot this out to as many people as possible. We want to have a great, frank conversation here. Yes. Hello, hello. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. Thank you so, so much for your time this evening and joining me for a frank conversation. No, it's cool. Thank you for having me. Man, look, you know, it, I, it's it's a, it's an honor, sincerely. Like, you know, to be sitting with someone that I <laughs> consider, you know, a piece of black history, I, it's, it's an absolute blessing. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm sorry for my voice and everything. I'm kind of under the weather, but thank you for having me. It's, thank you. Um, you know, I want to jump, I want to jump right into, you know, this, uh, these questions that I have for you. Uh, for those that are joining, I'm pretty sure you already know this is, in fact, Suffolk, Virginia's very own Tia Norfleet, the first African-American woman licensed in NASCAR and ARCA. Um, you know, I wonder for you, how do you personally feel about those titles? You know, um, especially whenever you're introduced and, you know, they say female. And I know that you're, you know, the only uh, black woman that is, in fact, in, in, in the, the position that you're in. You know, but talk to us about, you know, how you feel about those type of titles. Um, I'm really like a real down to earth, like humble type of person. So I really don't care about titles. Um, I do recognize the accomplishments that I've made and I had to, um, it actually has to kind of grow on me. Um, but titles, you know, I don't, I don't really care for titles, <laughs> Uh, I just want to be a positive representation for people that look like me, and hopefully, I can open some doors for for girls that look like me. Most definitely, most definitely. You know, um, opening those doors is a very big thing. You know, making sure that you build that bridge to for those that are coming behind you. You know, talk to us about some of those things that you're doing right now um, to to make that happen. Um, right now, you know, I have a nonprofit. It's called <clears throat> the Glam Garage. Um, I actually teach young girls the basic fundamentals of car maintenance, uh, like right. how to check their oil, how to change their tires, um, okay. just the basics, you know. Because luckily for me, I had a father that was in my life all my life, and he taught me how to change a tire in case I get you know, a flat tire on the side of the road and I don't have anybody there or I don't have a boyfriend or whatever. Um, half of them don't even know how to change the tire. You know <laughs> what? In, in reality, you might want to expand it for these little fellas too because a lot of them are on Fortnite now knowing not how to figure out how to change the tire. Just saying. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Um, and I'm also talking to a couple different race teams in regards to um, just the business side of it to expand. Because a lot of these people or these teams say that they want diversity and inclusion. But um, I feel like that's just a bunch of words sometimes and they're not really including <laughs> anyone that's truly diverse. So, um, yeah, I'm just working on a bunch of different things behind the scenes um, because 
my journey has not been easy, but again, I'm not, I'm definitely not giving up on it. So yeah, that's, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Most definitely, most definitely. Do you uh feel as if, you know, the uh, uproar in regards to um, making sure that there's diversity and inclusion in, you know, all fields of, um, as well, especially the racing field has kind of died down since, you know, um, so much time has passed since the George Floyd incidents? Absolutely. I think that people, especially these big corporations and companies, they kind of just get in with the times, you know, right, if it's right now let's jump on it um and is uh, to be honest there's no real authenticity or genuine you know what i'm saying effort um not for all i'm not gonna i'm not gonna put everybody in a box like that not not everybody right. but yeah i do think it's kind of died down um because it's not a hot topic anymore mm. you know it's crazy that the hot topic would in fact be hey let's not murder black people on camera this is america <laughs> right right you um now um i want to you know go into a little bit about you know some some of the things that I, I read you know as well as researched about you you know i i can only imagine your face when you know your barbie corvette car the speed was increased <laughs> you know by it pops and now you you know you you it's, you go, you're going faster. I wonder, you know, to this day, you know, after so much time has passed, do you still get that same feeling whenever you're going faster? <laughs> Excuse me. Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was on a conversation today, and the guy was like, I, um, we were just talking, and he was like, well, you know, he was saying something, and I, I think he was trying to hook me up with some guy, and I'm like, child, nobody want my crazy self. And then he was like, you know what? You got to be a little crazy to be trying to drive these cars. Because I was just joking with him. But then he was like, well, you know what? You got to be a little crazy to volunteer to get in a car and doing you know, X amount of um, speed limit. So, um, yeah, I definitely still get the feeling whenever I have the opportunity. And um, it's, it's a feeling of excitement. And a little bit of fear in the back of your head because you know you gotta have a little bit of fear. Can't get yeah. too comfortable because anything could go wrong. But I definitely still get excited, and um, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have any other endeavors outside of like you know the racing and uh, you know the philanthropy that you're doing um, that you know that that gives you that that same feeling, or is it just strictly just this one thing? No, my first love was always music. Um, that I could sing before I could drive. So that was always my first passion. Um, I kind of put it on the back burner for racing. Right. Um, but yeah, I definitely have, you know, music is something that I think is a universal language and it's something that speaks to your soul. And I'm a very soulful person, a very spiritual person. So music is definitely something that gives me that feeling as well. Most definitely. What are you? What's some of your favorite artists right now? <sighs> right now, I mean, I'm kind of. I listen to all kind of music, so I don't have like a. I don't really have like a favorite, but um, mm. I'm also an old soul, so I love the Betty Rice, the Anita Bakers. You know okay. what I'm saying? I love the even Bob Dylan. Um, okay. All over. So yeah, I really don't have any. Favorite. I love her. I love Jasmine Sullivan. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It, I don't know. I like a lot of different people, but oh, I don't have a that? favorite person. Okay. 
You know what's crazy? I, I asked that question like, you know, I have a favorite. I don't. You know, I'm I'm honestly in the eclectic ear myself. You know, yeah. I'll sit here and listen to music in Japanese one day, and the next thing you know, <laughs> I'm singing along uh, to Summer Walker the next day, trying to okay. catch all the notes, you know. But, right. <laughs> okay, sliding down the wall and stuff. <laughs> <Look>. <laughs> For sure. You know it. You know it. Um, I want, you know, Kind of like you know, just shifting from there really quickly. I, I wonder for you know for you, uh, I, what are your thoughts in regards to trying to gain that audience? You know, like for the racing community, as far as you know, bringing some more of us into that 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 realm. In July 2020, an article on Autoblog uh, published that. According to NASCAR, the demographics show an overwhelming white fan base, which is 75%, but the multicultural slice of 25% has climbed from 20% in 2011. But black fans made up only 9% of that, you know, 25%. 9%? Oh, my God. I'm surprised we made up that much. <laughs> Look, you, hey, you and me both. <laughs> but I wonder, you know, what do you feel can be done to better market to African Americans or... Should there, in fact, be just our own version of NASCAR, like our own racing league? You know, um, what are your thoughts? <laughs> well, okay. So, first of all, um, we don't deal with things that we can't identify with. We have no one to identify with in, in NASCAR. There's no one that looks like us. Um, and, the, and, and I'm just going to be quite frank, and the ones that they do get that kind of looks like us they don't think like us we can identify that and we we're not gonna grab we're not gonna gravitate to that because it's not authentic it's not real we can tell what's real and what's not and i think that they've they've gotten themselves in such a a stereotype of being a good old boys club of being quote-unquote races to the point they've dug themselves so far into that stereotype it's kind of like almost impossible for them to come out of it you know what i'm saying because and then after that everything that they do and try to do to cater to us it seems fake it doesn't seem like it's real so it's like uh you know what i'm saying you got to think about it you you shunned out the black people yeah. you you basically shunned out the mexicans they're not going to no nascar race with a trump you know what i'm saying <laughs> with a trump right Trump stickers everywhere that want, you know what I'm saying? That that's just something that they're just not gonna do. But I feel like what people don't realize is that's it, that's not the end all be all. You know, I feel like if we all came together and really wanted to make something happen, we could why and this is the thing that I have to ask myself, a question that I had to ask myself, why would I force myself at someone's table when I can just go build my own? And I'm just not gonna do that. So I think that if if we did, you know, come together, which is something that seems so hard for us, right. um, we can just create our own thing. A lot of people don't realize that racing comes, its origin is from bootlegging. <laughs> Who outruns the police more than us? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that started kind of from us, although right. we didn't have the money, the backing to create what is created now. Um, you know everything comes from us. <laughs> Honestly, but I just think, about everything. In the cult, all, everything really kind of has origins within, you know, us. Right. 
I think it I think it'll just be better to just create our own situation. Um and that's just my own personal opinion. That makes sense. That makes sense. You know, I'm I'm someone of the mindset that, you know, of course we wanna definitely, you know, have our own, but I'm also, you know, believe that we should, you know, have seats at other people's tables just so that we can, you know, be a part of those conversations as well. You know, it although I do in fact I feel like we should honor those that do both, those that establish, you know, our own tables, those that are actively building our own tables and those that are having seats at the other tables because there are two different types of struggles there that should in fact be honored, you know. Um and as you as someone being someone that has to, you know, that's had to sit at someone else's table, you know, your struggle should definitely be honored. Your father's struggle should definitely be honored. Anybody else that, you know, that comes from, you know, that holds that much more melanin within their skin, right? They should in fact be honored for what it is that they have done within the field of racing because you know they 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 are in fact black history you know i and that's a uh, that's something that i wholeheartedly believe um I agree yeah. with you yeah i mean you want to you want to say something you got a quote um you know talk, speaking on it uh you said that we both represent you were talking about yourself and your father that we both represent two generations of discrimination you know when do you feel like this will no longer be a thing to deal with within the racing world? Is there like a certain time or, you know, is it what, when do you feel like that, that that'll actually happen? When we control our own narrative and we can, we have the ability to control our own situations opposed, like I was saying, opposed to um, when, 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 when someone has, the ball and you're just you know what I'm saying you're just you're just there it's like you can't really do too much so I think that um when we're when we're able to have our own sponsorships have our own funding our own backings you know what I'm saying otherwise we're still we we're at the foot of the people who does have the money <laughs> you know what I'm saying we really can't do too too much because you you there's no control factor for you you're just you're kind of like a pawn you know what i'm saying <laughs> you can't really do a lot right you're right you're right we, um that that really is uh i don't want honestly for you know especially for my son if he wants to go into racing you know like and by the way if if we're in, ever in georgia i'm about to send him to the you know to the to the glam garage make sure that he gets <laughs> His knowledge. I know how to change the tire. I've been the one that's been called in the middle of the night, but I'm gonna okay. still bring him to see you, so he, could, <laughs> so he could, you know, look, look. Everybody should know how to change the tire. So anyway, right. but yeah. Um, uh, uh, aside from that, though, sincerely speaking, um, I, I wholeheartedly believe that you know, I don't want my child to grow up in a world where, you know, he would have to face if he do does decide to go into racing, like he would have to face the same issues that you face or that your father faced. Right. Um, I don't I don't believe that that's something that that should, in fact, be be around any any anymore, you know, especially when it comes to the next generation. Um, and it shouldn't be that, you know, he's trying to like have to gravitate to those that, you know, that don't look like him. He should be able to just walk in there and based off of his own merit, be able to succeed. Um, but. Do I have hope? I have a small I have a sliver of hope that, you know, by the time he's older, look, look, it's 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 a it's a sliver of hope. I ain't say it's just a ah, but keep hoping. Yeah, 
<laughs> it's like nah, you know. <laughs> but I'm hope I'm I'm hopeful that you know that's not going to be something that that he has to endure because what you've had to endure as far as you know from like I said, you know the uh, think from the NASCAR fans, you know uh, no no n words in NASCAR, um, you know the the disrespect the uh the negativity that came from you know the fan that people that are fans of the sport uh it's 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 a toll on the mental that you know i feel like should in fact be addressed you know and what better way to address it than to have a conversation with you you know talk to us though about that you know about the dark side of the dream how do you feel like you know it that all that you have endured hasn't you know impacted you mentally and your outlook on you know people uh, yeah absolutely um it's definitely a dark side to any dream especially if you're in the in any part of the entertainment industry <laughs> right uh, that's just the reality of the situation um as far as me mine was more you know i felt like i'm just a girl out here i just want to race i just want right. to i just want to drive I haven't done anything to anyone. I should be able to do so. I should be able to perfect my craft. I should be able to pursue my passion. I felt like that was just a given. And um, I've never been naive. I've never been green. I've, my dad has always, you know what I'm saying, kept me, like, put me on game. And so I wasn't surprised when things happened. It just kind of, I'm still human. I have feelings. I have emotions. Um, it's still hurtful. It's still, you know what I'm saying, will play its part. And, um, yeah, I got to the point where I was like, you know what? I, I want to pursue this. I want to do this. I'm trying my best. I'm, because I know it's not about me at the end of the day. This isn't, this isn't about me. This is about little girls that look up to me that look like me that or even don't look like me. It's about representation. It's about having someone to say, you know what? Venus and Serena can do can do um, tennis. This person can do gymnastics. This I can drive a car. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So um, I got to the point where I was just like, you know, my peace is so much more than anything else. I don't, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I can't keep fighting for something. And then one, you feel like you're fighting it alone. And then two, it's like, I don't have to, I don't have to do this. I don't have to go through this. I don't, you know, my peace is something that nobody can, can buy. Nobody can, you know, so I just had to take a, a step back for a moment and really realize what was important to me um, as a, as a, a melanated being, a, a spiritual being and realize that in this realm, um, you know what I'm saying? I can do and be anything that I want. And I don't have to deal with things that I don't have to deal with. So um, yeah, I just had to. I just had to get my mental, you know, right with that because it can be very stressful. It can be very hurtful. Um, people are cruel. They're just some people are just naturally mean. <laughs> and I'm no punk now because I'll, I'll get with you on any level, but. <laughs> Right, right, but right. It comes a time where you know what it's like. You know what, my peace. Mm -hmm. That's just all I gotta say. I, I my peace. 
And so, yeah, it's a, it's a dirty world. <laughs> it is. It is. It ain't all bad, though. I don't want to sound like, because I'm feeling like I'm sounding like everything is so horrible and it's all bad. It's really not all bad. It's just, you know, you got to kind of pick and choose your battles. What what do you want to fight for? What do you want to do? Is this worth it? Is it, you know what I'm saying? When you ask yourself the real you, right. is this worth my energy? Because I can't get that energy back. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't get that time back. Is it worth it? And that's the that's the conclusion that I came to. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, that, you, you said a lot right there, especially about that piece, man, you know, once you find it, it's so hard to, you know, so hard to just accept losing it. You know, I, I, I once I found like, oh yeah, I'm good here. No, I'm, I don't want to. You know, it's kind of hard to to want to to leave that that space. Um, right. You know, I'm I, I'm honestly inspired by by that. You know, because I myself like I I'm just like hey. I'm still I'm still trying to figure out you know where exactly my peace lies you know because um, it I, I enjoy doing this this is the dream you know to be able to sit down and talk to people and you know interview them get their knowledge and perspectives and share it with the world uh, through my platform um, but you know I I'm still trying to figure out well you know what exactly is the thing that truly and honestly feeds my peace um, but. Yeah. Journey. How how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, I'm 31. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's a. It's definitely a. It's a. I think it's a never-ending thing until you. Until you leave, I think you're constantly, every day learning. You're constantly every day trying to trying to find things that, because you're always growing. You know, I mean, not to sound like an old old <laughs> old head, <laughs> but. You know, you're always constantly growing. So, you're, yeah, right. you're right. You know, even um, I, 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 you know, I started to do like a lot more meditating. Um, you know, because I feel like that's something that you know, it going going more inward is very it's helpful for me. You know, uh, but yeah, like I like I said, you know, just it's still you're right. It's still a constant, you know, a constant search, and I don't really like I don't really subscribe to that mindset of you know. Um, I'm complete, you know, anymore because there's always, there's always something, right? Like a new experience will change your outlook on anything. You never know. Tomorrow might be the day an asteroid hits the world. And now, yo, everything in which you thought was important is, I'm just, it's like, oh, all this is gone. I'm just really just trying to stay alive or something like that. You know, your whole right. perspective change on the world just by the, you know, in the snap of uh, fingers, you know, but. Yeah, I'm a, I'm definitely someone that, that continues to to seek this knowledge, uh, which is part of the reason why I do this because I like learning, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to go into you know the power of perseverance. Uh, you know when and I'm I'm, you know I'm I'm bringing up something that you know I I I really thought about before I wanted to ask it, you know. That power of perseverance, not only that you used when dealing with the things that you dealt with with NASCAR, but also when you used it when filming Zero to 60 and, you know, losing your mother-in-law on that, uh, on, on, on the day of filming, you know, um, 
how do you like you know that that strength is is something and you know i i i stop and i think about you know um being that that term being called strong you know i know like i know nowadays it's it's like i don't want to be called strong just because i powered through really difficult times you know um but i wonder for you uh, you know in my mind i wonder for you you know how do you utilize that perseverance today um as well as you know how how was it for you you know going through that and you know like compile when it comes to compiling problems how do you power through that so first of all let me that was the worst like that was like one of the worst days not only be i mean of course i lost my mother-in-law but it really it played a um it really played on my mental um, I performed horribly. I mean, I'm 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 not gonna lie. It was just a horrible. I didn't want to be there. Um, yeah. I was not present. Um, that, but I was like, you know what, Tia, you you have to do this. You know what I'm saying? She would want you to do this. She would want you to keep going. You know, and but in my mind, I'm like, okay, I just want to comfort my husband. You know, I want to be there for him. This is his mom, so on and so forth. So. I had to kind of get myself together. Like I had to literally, the, the lady was doing my makeup and I just broke down crying and she was like, what's going on? And I was like, you know what? I'll be okay. I'm going to get through it. Um, although in retrospect, I did not like my performance. I was just proud of the fact that I stuck through it and I didn't walk off scene. I didn't walk off set. I didn't say the, the H with it. I'm done with it. I stuck through with it to the end. Um, and I, and, and that's all that I could do, you know, and even though I was, I was hurting, um, I was just still, all in all, I was just proud that I didn't give up, um, because a lot of people may have walked away at the time, um, because this is about mental, you can't do, a, you can't get behind a wheel and perform at your best if your mental is, you know what I'm saying, not there, um, but I would say I've always been a strong person, um, I've been through a lot in my life on and off the track. Um, and I've always just got through it because I said, I've been through worse. Or I'm like, you know, it'll be okay. It's not the end of the world. You know, I just try to think in those terms, like it, it'll be okay. Uh, three, four months from now, you'll be looking back at this and you'll be laughing at it. Or you'll say, oh, well, dang, I really got through that, you know? So my, and, and my mom always told me, she was like, you're like one of my strongest children. You are the strongest out of all all four of my kids because she's seen the things that I've been through and I still, I could be going through hell and I still would hold my head up high. You wouldn't even know that I'm, you know what I'm saying? Going through something. So um, I've always been strong minded. I'm a Taurus and I'm a Taurus okay. heart. <laughs> and um, yeah, I just feel like it's always going to be days that's not so good. It's always going to be things that go wrong. It's always going to be mishaps. It's always going to be a problem, but that doesn't have to define you. And you don't have to just give up on it because something comes and it's a roadblock because you're never going to get nowhere if that's the case. Because that's life. Yeah. I mean, life is hard. <laughs> it's hard, but it's a beautiful journey. Yeah, you're right. Life is hard, and it, but that journey does, you know, that journey is it, it is beautiful. It's it's just you know trying to make sure that you hold on to those lessons from each and every moment, you know, um, because that's that's one thing you'll you'll relive 
so many different situations over and over again if you don't learn from that first time um, or that second time <laughs> that you went through it. I like um, you know, if you don't study your history, you bound to repeat it, and yeah. that's just facts. You know that. You know it's it, man. It's funny that you say it like that because like now I'm really thinking about the next young lady that would want to you know follow go down the same path that you went down, right? Like if she doesn't study, you know what the things that you went through, you know she won't really. You know, under, like she won't really understand the obstacles that will come her way. You know, um, I hope I'm really. I, you know, what do you? What do you? If if you see someone that is in fact, you know, trying another young lady that's trying to get into uh, racing, how do you feel like you'll you'll step into their lives and and help them if they reach out to you for help? It's funny that you say that because I literally probably three hours ago was on a call with um someone. <laughs> um, she's actually on Instagram. She might actually be on here. I don't know. But um, so I guess her coordinator that he called me and um she wants to race and she's doing you know go uh she was doing carts and now she's moving up the rinks and um so he was called he he called me and I was like look. Don't call me and you're not getting straight to the point. Because all that beating around, I'm not that type of person. Let's just get straight right. to the point. Um, and so he was like, he wanted to, you know, wanted to help build her up. And he and I was like, look, that's always been my mission. You know what I'm saying? That's always been my mission is to help bring in other people. Because luckily for me, I had a dad that went through this and had, you know, he was already in it. A lot of people don't, and if you don't, it, it just becomes a little harder to get involved. But um, I would say if it's your passion and it's something that you want to do, and it might sound corny or cliche, do it. You know what I'm saying? Stick with it. Ride with it. Because it may not happen overnight, but if you really want something and, and you're, you're determined and you put that energy out there, it's, it's bound to happen. It's the law of the universe. Whatever you put out there is going to come back to you. So um, whether it's good, better, and different. <laughs> so, yeah, you definitely have to, you know, just stick with it. And, and you definitely got to have tough skin. But as a as a black person in America, you born with tough skin. <laughs> <laughs> got to be. You got to right. be. You're right. We, we have no. This is this is true. Um. You're right. You're right. Um, honestly, I'm speaking that I'm speaking the blessings onto that person, you know, um, and and just I can't wait to be sitting down with them one day um, because yeah, she's going to do it. I, look, you know, I for look from your lips to God's ears, man, we we we, we speaking it into existence. Um, I want to get into the goal of this show, and that is philanthropy. Garnering support from the audience and putting it towards a charity or nonprofit that you care about. What charity or nonprofit would you like to spotlight today? And why is the cause that it faces so important to you? The charity or nonprofit that I would like to spotlight, of course, is my own. It's called Glam Garage. Got it. And it's important to me because it, it teaches it the the entire purpose of me starting Glam Garage is because a lot of people it was it was kind of two sided. Um, a lot of people look at women that are in the motorsports industry or any quote unquote male dominated industry and think that we have to be butch or, you know what I'm saying? Not as fit 
and, and we're not pretty or so on and so forth. So that was like the glam part of the garage. Um, so basically what we do is we teach young women the basic fundamentals of car maintenance, how to change um, their tire, how to check their oil, all the fluids, so on and so forth, air pressure, so on and so forth. And then we have an in-depth conversation about real life situations that a lot of young women may not be comfortable in talking to certain people about. We just have an open dialect. And then at the end of the conversation, at the end of everything, I get their makeup done for them just to make them feel good with the self-confidence, the self-empowerment, um, and just the glam part of it. And um, yeah, that's, that's what I try to do. I just try to embody, um, beauty in a dirty place you know i mean you can still be beautiful in a male-dominated sport and so yeah that's that's really what glam garage is about love to we love to see it man we love to see it so definitely that's what we're going to be tagging at the bottom of this video the glam garage and the, you know when i upload it on here and on youtube we're definitely going to make sure that we let folks know to throw some support behind them that behind you know your behind your vision uh, because we you know you're, you're positively impacting these people and honestly if there's someone that if there's some person i want to tag at the bottom of this video it's the girls who brunch tour i really want y'all to connect man they're also um you know they're, they're all over the world but they definitely uh, go to georgia as well i feel like from that connection some like something positive can grow from there um but I, i'll i'll tag them you know so that you guys can have that talk because i feel like they, they would want to have you and, and your story um, on their platform as well. Cool. Thank you. I would love to connect. Not a problem. Not a problem. Uh, before we close out, and once again, I thank you for your time, your energy, no, you. your effort, um, and, uh, you know, empowering through this, you know, even though you, you're a little under the weather, I appreciate that. Thank you so much, sincerely. Um, we always like to close with words of wisdom for the next generation. Um, I wonder what words of wisdom would you have for any of those young ladies that uh, struggle to deal with uh, PCOS? Hmm. Um, I would say don't let it define you. Don't let it make you feel less of a woman um, because, you know, I deal with it and, you know, I'm, uh, it, it causes issues. It makes it difficult to bring life to this world and a lot of people feel like bringing life makes you a woman don't let that define you because i found myself like in a kind of depressed about a situation because i felt like i wanted to you know i want to have a baby but it makes it hard so anyone with pcos just keep fighting learn more about it um definitely try the natural route when it comes to things and just don't let it make you feel like you're less of a woman because you are a woman. You were born a woman. God made you a woman. And you know, that doesn't define you as a woman. Most definitely, most definitely, most definitely. Man, thank you again for that knowledge, uh, for, for these next, for this next generation. Sincerely speaking, I appreciate you. Um, how can we, how else can we follow and support you? Um, yeah, I'm on Instagram, Facebook. My name Tia Northley. Um, yeah, I'm about to, yeah, that that's that's that. <laughs> that's <where I'm> at. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um, thank you again, and you know, like I said, I'm I'm speaking anything that you got going into existence. Thank and you. 
Uh, not a problem. It's, it's an absolute honor. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. No problem. You have a good one now. You too. Thank you. Man, uh, that was T. Northley, you guys. Definitely, that was an absolute honor to be able to sit down and speak with a, a part of Black history. Um, you guys, definitely check her out. We are going to be supporting the Glam Garage with this video. And uh, yeah, man, I'm going to definitely shoot this out to the girls who brunch two of them. I like, I, so see, that's the thing for me. I like connecting good people and other good people, and then they grow, and then they build, and then they help and impact more good people. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be amazing. Uh, if you enjoy what I do, Dollar Sign is the moon. 60% goes to a charity or nonprofit that has been named, mentioned on the show, and 40% goes to making this the best thing you've ever seen. Where we're now sitting in person. I'm back to playing them in mini air hockey. Y'all are in the crowd. We had a black owned business. We're going back and forth. And you guys are like, oh my God, I remember when this was RIG Live. And then I'm like, I know, right? And then the guest is like, yo, you're supposed to be asking me questions. And then we're all laughing. And then you guys are supporting the business. And Everything's just amazing. Um, yeah, that's what the, <laughs> that's what the donations go to. Um, thank y'all again so much for for tuning in. I'm Iza Moon, and I'm not doing it unless it's fun and it helps people. Peace. Purchase my book, Purple Mike Wants a Bike, at Amazon.com. You can find it there. Just type in Purple Mike, type in Ezo Moon, and it'll pop up. If you guys want to follow me, no, not even if, go follow me at Ezo Moon underscore on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Ezo Moon, and I'm not doing it unless it's fun and it helps people.